Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Four to one. The final. Ottawa defeating Buffalo. The Sabres have lost seven in a row. After a seven and three start, a lot of excitement, a lot of the buzz, the carryover from last season seeming to legitimize what they did in last March and last April. Team was in solo second place in the Atlantic. Only the red-hot Boston Bruins were ahead of them. And uh, a few weeks later, here we are with seven straight losses, a now 7-10 and 10 record. And the only team that Buffalo is better than in the standings in the Atlantic was Ottawa. And you go there tonight and you lose by three. As we welcome you here to the post-game show, Brian Colziel with you along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. We'll be heading back to Canadian Tire Center momentarily. Paul Hamilton is waiting outside the Sabres dressing room, so we'll have some player reaction here coming up in just a few moments. We'll also have Don Granato's live post-game comments and Paul's take as well, all coming up here. But, I mean, this was a night where the Sabres should have been able to get out of their funk, and they had plenty of scoring opportunities to do so. Uh, we'll get more on that in a moment. Craig Anderson is now live with Paul Hamilton in Ottawa. The tribute and just the reaction of the crowd during it. Uh, you know, just tried not to be emotional. Um, you know, I think I uh, spent a lot of time here and, uh, you know, seeing some of the memories was, was nice to kind of flash back on, but, um, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, it's in the past. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, it was a great part of my life, a great time in my life. And so I'm thankful for that. Um, you know, so like I said, it was, it was great to, to kind of relive the moment and, and kind of, kind of be, uh, kind of be remembered. It was nice. When Comrie went down, I mean, he didn't initially come out of the game. What did you see on that? And then three minutes later, yeah. he comes over. Um, you know, initially when I saw it, I mean, it's happened to me. A guy falling here, you kind of go in the post weird. And, you know, um, he, he, you know, credit to him. He tried to play through it and battle through it. Just, you know, unfortunate the way it goes. I mean, um, you know, hopefully it's not too long in timeline. And But, uh, you know, he was playing a great game and keeping us in there. Uh, a couple big saves early in the first to, to keep it, uh, you know, 0-0 and a couple breakaways there. So um, it's always tough to kind of lose a lose a partner like that and, um, you know, hope for a speedy recovery. I don't know if there's a situation you haven't been in in the NHL, but how do you keep yourself ready when you're not the starter, knowing at any point you can go in immediately? Um, just kind of got to be loose, you know. Um, you know, you prepare like you're going to play. Uh, maybe not to the same extent that you're starting, but you still got to prepare. You still got to, you know, go through the routine and make sure that, uh, you know, you don't make a fool of yourself because uh, things can get real sideways real quick uh, if you're not prepared. So I've learned that a long time ago that make sure you're ready regardless of who's playing and when they're playing and how they're playing. And you just you never know. Um, guys go down and warm up. Guys get sick last minute. 
and uh, you know I've kind of seen it all, and you know I've, I've never, you know, I've learned from my mistakes. Let's put it that way. What are you sense with this club? I mean, a seven and three start, and now it's seven and ten. Yeah. Um, you know, I think. Yeah, it's uh, we got we got to kind of dig down deep. There's there's no magic um, stick. We're gonna wave at it. It's gonna come from within. We're gonna have to dig in, dig in, and, and look at ourselves in the mirror and say where can we as an individual and we as a group can uh, can help the team win and get back on track. It's it's a it's a tough league to win. It's a tough league to play in. Um, it's a detail oriented game. If you're not you're not sharp on your details, they end up in the back of your net. Um, and that's just kind of the way things go, and it's small things. It's things that you don't even think are important um, that make the difference in the teams that are winning, the teams that are in the playoffs every year. Do the details properly, do it all the time, do it, do it right, do it every time that they're on the ice. Um, you know, because you know, the first thing that goes when you're tired is your brain, and you stop thinking the game, and that's when things start to hurt you as well. Thank you, Craig. Craig Anderson in the postgame. Brian, back to you. All right, Craig Anderson, in his return, I thought he played very well. Again, kind of a tough spot there coming in for Comrie. But as Anderson said, got to prepare like you're playing all the time. Otherwise, you're going to make a fool out of yourself. And I thought Anderson played pretty well. Only had that one goal against on a play that he had really no chance on with Dabrinkit getting the goal. That put Ottawa up by a 3-1 to score. And then they add an empty netter to make it a 4-1 to final. Ottawa gets 40 shots in the game combined between... Comrie and Anderson, so a, a busy night for the Sabre goaltenders. But in general, again, I don't sit here saying that either goalie was bad. I thought Anderson was very good. I thought Comrie was good. It's the offense tonight. Again, they unable to finish off opportunities. Back to the room now. Here's Rasmus Dahlin live with Paul. You guys had so many chances on the power play. What has happened to the power play in the last three games? Uh, I think we're gripping the stick too much. Uh, we have our chances, like you said, but... Uh... We can't really execute right now, and um, you know we need we need more swagger to our game. Um, uh, I don't know how many chances, but we had uh, we had a ton today. You talk about swagger, and you guys were seven and three, and seem to have some. I mean, is it almost shocking you're at this point where it's suddenly seven and ten? Uh, no, uh, I mean we just got to go back to work. Uh, we have whatever 65 games left, and uh, it's a long season, so. Um, you know, when we get our swagger back, I'm sure we, it's going to be great. Rasmus, you guys had fixed your entries for a while on power play, and tonight it kind of reared its head again. You guys had trouble with the entries. What were they doing? Did they do something differently that were bothering your entries? Um, you know, they're, they're a good team, and they put pressure on us, and uh, we couldn't, couldn't literally get it done. So, um, you know, we uh, got to go back and work on it. How did you feel this game was compared to uh, last night's? Uh, Effort-wise, yeah, better, way better. Um, but we couldn't, uh, we couldn't uh, put the puck in the net, and that's what hockey is all about. And uh, but our uh, our compete and our effort was better today. What, what, gives you, go ahead, what gives you confidence in the team's ability to stay the course and, and work your way out? Uh, the skill. Uh, I'm sure um, we will score um, on those chances in the future. Uh, you know, we just need our swagger back, and um, it's going to be good. What did you see on? Oh, uh, that was my fault. Uh, I apologize to him. And um, that guy um, came very close to the net, and I tried to stop him, and I bumped it into Eric. So um, I owe him one. You guys did produce turnovers, which you guys turned into scoring chances. Uh, what were you doing where you guys were able to get them to turn the puck over a little bit? 
Uh, we had uh, a lot of pressure today. We worked hard and uh, we forced turnovers. And um, <laughs> like you said, we, we got our chances and uh, we played great until uh, until uh, it's it was time to execute. So uh, you know, uh, it's a it's a quick fix and we're back on the, we're back on the course again. The bad bounces. I mean, Skinner blocks a shot, goes right back to the guy, shot off the back wall. I mean. Can you do anything about that, or is it just a bad break? Um, no, I mean he he blocked the shot, great block shot, and uh, he went right to his feet. And uh, it's not really bouncing our way right now, but uh, when uh, when it is like that, you need to work even harder to get your bounces back. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's a big couple of days now ahead of us, and uh, we really need to get back to work. And um, then uh, I'm sure the bounces will go our way. Thank you, Rasmus. Rasmus Dahlin on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Paul, thank you. Rasmus Dahlin, who had the nice setup for Tage Thompson, but that was Buffalo's lone goal of this hockey game. They fall by a score of 4-1. to one. They'll continue playing in Canada with Toronto on Saturday. Okay, at this time, we're going to say goodbye to all of our local affiliate stations. If you want to keep listening to the post game, go to WGR550.com or you can listen in on the Odyssey app. And for all of you on our flagship on WGR, more postgame coming up. When we come back, we'll have Don Granado's live postgame comments. We'll get Paul Hamilton's take. We'll get you some highlights and stats, update you on the standings in the Eastern Conference. Final score from Ottawa, the Senators 4, the Sabres 1. The losing streak is now at 7. I'm Brian Colziel. More postgame coming up. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Great recovery. An angle by Yoki Haru. Batherson at the point. Up top for a shot. Bouncing puck. Anderson. Oh, a brilliant save over at the far post by Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson came in after the injury to Eric Comrie, played very, very well in his return to Ottawa. That's your save of the game, brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. 4-1 Ottawa, the final, before we hear from Don Granato, Let's get in our play of the game here as we get to the highlight, and we go to the game-winning goal at the 9.57 mark of period two. After the Sabres had tied it at one, Ottawa comes back with a power play goal of their own, courtesy of Brady Kachuk. Obviously, he's a miracle worker because he's got a... Sanderson up top. Sanderson again with the shot. Off the end ball. There's your game winner, Dan Dunleavy on the call. Basically at the halfway point of the second period, Kachuk seventh. As Sanderson sets it up, that's the play of the game brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. As we 
Welcome you back here to the post game. Brian Colzio with you here along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Uh, we will have Don Granado at any moment here live from Ottawa. Also, we'll get a couple of takes from Paul Hamilton, too, uh, before we sign off here as the Sabres drop one to the Ottawa Senators by a score of 4-1. to one. The power play, the story tonight, uh, yes, they score on it, but one of eight and only six shots on eight power play attempts. So that, to me, right there, obviously, a golden opportunity wasted. Even even strength, the Sabres had chances to score. Beyond that, that I think were ex- grade-A scoring chances. Cousins was all alone in front in the second period. J.J. Paterka went in all alone late second period. Paterka, again, in all alone to start the third period, hit the post. You go back to the first period, there were some shorthanded opportunities where Dylan Cousins was in on those. The opening shift of the game, Jeff Skinner had an opportunity to put one in the net. Somehow it didn't go in. It ricocheted off the bottom of the crossbar and didn't go in. So, I mean, very, very, very many opportunities for Buffalo to score. Uh, Those were even just the even strength ones that I just went through, beyond the fact that you had eight other power play tries. Now, a couple of them, uh, they took a penalty in between, uh, so you maybe lost some minutes. So, you know, they weren't all necessarily full eight lengths power plays, but they did even have a little five-on-three time as well for about a half of a minute. But you can't go one for eight. You can't have just six shots. That's just not going to get it done. The Sabres' entry into the Ottawa zone, whether it was on power plays or on even strength, just still is just too sloppy, not in sync, and it's costing them because not only is it disrupting offense, but it's leading to odd man rushes the other way. The Sabres have been giving up a lot of odd man rushes we know this season. Even go back to night one. All right, we uh, are hoping to have Don Granado here any moment. Do we have coach? We have coach. Let's go live to Ottawa for Don Granado. He's going to be out for a little bit, but I got we, we obviously have to get a further look at him. So, What about Samgis Gerkinson? Uh, the same. I haven't got anything on him yet post-game. Coach, you uh, had certainly had chances to score in this game. Uh, it was a much different game than we witnessed yesterday. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? And it just seemed like if you could convert it on your chances, you would have a good chance to win that game. We did have chances. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't convert. And, you know, that's where we, anybody's guess why not. But uh, we did. We had, we had a couple posts or crossbars, but it's the way it goes. We're in a little bit of a, a you know, um, frustrating time um, with the lack of success recently we we have a young team that's going to go through it we have to keep pushing have to you know just just push through it it's uh, you know you're going through ups and downs and you got to learn from it and it's got to make you better and stronger uh, not the other way so just keep pushing you had a power play goal in eight straight games and now you're like one for 14 in the last three is there any yeah power play didn't look good tonight Um, even even after the entry, we, we hurried things, we forced things, we uh, um, you know we we went individual uh, too quick. Um, so yeah, that's something that uh, we have to take a, a quick look at, obviously before uh, the next game, with two days. And I think there's some things we can clean up there, but obviously we have to because that 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 a good unit there tonight or a good performance there tonight would have been the difference. Many of your chances seemed to come because you were producing turnovers. Were you pressing better tonight to, to produce those turnovers? Uh, I felt we were. We were we were pressing much better, uh, which is a shame that you do, you do that and, and you don't perform on the power play. But, um, 
but yeah, I, I think we did. I think we created, we had a little better energy there, but again, the chances we created, we just, uh, we didn't finish. Are you shocked? I mean, you were seven and three, that you could suddenly go the other way this quickly. Well, I mean, it, it's, as, as I would say, when you look at, you're going into a season, you know our roster is young, and you know they have a lot of growing. Uh, so you're going to have you're going to have these challenges with any team in an in, in NHL season. I mean, look at the teams that go through this uh, recently, even good good veteran teams. Uh, so you know, I guess you know you're going to go through ups and downs. You don't sit and think about you know losing a string of games, but you know you're going to go through ups and downs and challenges. And you know, right now I would say the challenge the last three games in this little bit. Has, has been uh, a little bit more tension, anxiety, and whatever. Psychological components, maybe that's why you don't score uh, as proficiently or you squeeze the stick a little tighter. And that's something, unfortunately, we, we've got to grow through. Uh, that's something we're going to keep pushing to hopefully develop past and become better because of it. But Yeah, it's frustrating. And your goals against Skinner blocks a shot, goes right back to Watson, and it's in. And then the next one's wide comes off the back wall, right to Chuck, and it's in. I mean, the second one, and I, and, and I, I, I'm interested what, how you feel. Just, is it just a bad break, or do you have to continue covering that guy to make sure if a puck comes back, or can't you anticipate that? Well, I mean, it's uh, the, the, that for me, this, this, the second one off the back wall was, you know, and, and I'll, obviously Comrie was in, and... Uh, you know, how much did that play into it? I don't know. We'll find out uh, a little bit more. But, you know, you make your breaks. So I, I, I hate talking about breaks. And, and there's breaks all the time. And, and when you're going good and you, and you win, sometimes you don't realize how many breaks you got in a game. Uh, when you lose, you like to pay attention to them. Oh, we should have had that break or we should have that break. We just, we just can't really do that. I, I don't like doing that. And uh, you, you got um, you to accept certain things like this and you got to find a way to, to be better because of it. So. And just we'll clarity sake, Comrie came over during the timeout and he said to you guys he can't go anymore? Comrie came over and uh, Mike, I don't have the full detail on it. Obviously a medical team is, is talking to him on, uh, and they had another conversation that we, we wanted to have after that. Um, so I'll have to get all the details of what was exactly said Mike uh, afterwards here. Thank you, Don. Don Granato in the post game, and Brian uh, certainly uh, a different way to lose in this game for sure. There was plenty of opportunities to win that hockey game. Uh, JJ Paterka, he perked up in this game. I thought had plenty of opportunities, and uh, he had a post. He wasn't able to put one away, and uh, you know it, it, it was different, but still a loss. Yes. Paul, if you have one or time for one or two, let me know. If you don't, you got to go. Yeah. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll oh, smooth no, that as well. Oh, no, we're in good shape. Okay. Um, I might walk a little bit so I don't lose you like <laughs> I did earlier. I might go sit where I was when I talked to Chopin the Bulldog, and hopefully you won't lose me then. Okay. But go ahead. All right. So, I mean, the story of this game probably is the power play, but I think we could rattle off a handful of grade-A scoring opportunities that either occurred at even strength or even shorthanded. So... I want to just say the whole game and all scenarios, all situations, that inability to finish and beat Anton Forsberg, like, that's got to be 
beyond the fact that now they've lost seven in a row, like the the frustration level's got to be at an all time high because it wasn't because they didn't get chances; they just did not finish. And I hate to criticize them; they they didn't score because they score most games. But yeah, you're talking about a goalie who hasn't played that well this year, who had awful numbers, but he looks great. And as I mentioned, Paterka hit a post. Skinner, as we talked earlier, how that first play early in the game didn't go in was crazy. Um, you know, Paterka had a two on zero. Now Paterka has a, a gun for a shot, and just Forsberg just barely got an arm on it. You know, and, and he did the right thing by shooting. You know, they really it would have been a harder play for Tuck because Tuck was on his left, and he would if he would have passed it to him on the two on zero, he would have had it on the backhand. So he made the right play to, to and, and you know the, he he walked around the defense, used his speed, walked around the defense, and had a break going in that. I believe that's the one he hit the post on, if I'm not mistaken. So you know, <laughs> but but still, Forsberg. I don't know if we could say they let him play well or he just played well. I mean, he is in the NHL. He's going to come up with a good game every now and then. So. Whatever it is, they still just didn't score enough goals. Dylan Cousins, very noticeable, Paul. Short-handed chance, the, the chance right before those two Paterka chances. Um, I, I have zero, zero negative things to say about his effort, his energy, his ability to create things with that effort and energy. But at some point, he's you'd like him to finish here. So is it just Cousins is going to just be one of those guys that just can't score all the time? Like, wh- where do you think we are with him? I know he's a player that we talked about a lot this offseason. Like, where do you think we are with him in terms of helping on the offensive scoreboard? I think he's pressing right now. But before, when he came into the game, I figured it out. He was on a 21-goal pace. If you get 21 goals out of Dylan Cousins this year, I think you're in good shape. You know, I think, uh, you, you know, that, that that's a good total, especially when he had 13 last year. So, uh, but recently he's had trouble. Most of those goals came earlier in the season, and it's been a while now, and he's had trouble scoring. And Casey Middlestat, what a shift he had. I mean, he, he steals the puck, and there's Dylan Cousins all by himself, feathers the pass perfectly over there. Cousins has time, tries to put a move on, stopped. And then Middlestat, he also set up the 2 on 0 you know, the, with a beautiful pass to and put it right on Paterka's stick to uh, hit him right in stride to put him in. So I like that line in this game. I thought Middlestat's line probably was the best line uh, tonight. And uh, But still, in the end, you got to bottom line this. And you're facing a team that had won one game out of nine. And then last week, last game, you faced a team that had lost three in a row. It was one of the worst teams in the league. You just and then you, you 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 lose to this team that's in last place and won one out of nine. I mean, you got to bottom line it at some point. Yeah, Paul. Before we let you go, do you know what the team plan is for logistics in terms of Toronto on Saturday with obviously the impending weather in Buffalo? I don't. Last I saw it, I don't think it's supposed to be real bad in Ontario, but you got to get to Ontario first. Correct. You know, you play, the players got a lot of them live in East Amherst. They got to get from East Amherst to downtown. How dangerous is that going to be? Um, you know, might they leave? Tomorrow's a day off, so I don't think they can leave tomorrow. But might they leave very early if there's a break in the action, snow wise? Might they leave very early on Friday and practice in Toronto? 
you know, there maybe there, there are different options that are there, just depending on where the storm is and what's going on. So I, right now, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I think they have to see how this goes and uh, where the snow is, and is it going to be safe to get players from point A to point B to point C? And they bus to Toronto, right? They do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, Paul, you have a safe trip back. I don't think you'll have any snow uh, late tonight when you return at the airport. It's not snowing in Amherst, so that's a good thing. I know it's snowing in the south towns, but uh, in the southern tier, but it hasn't. Uh, it's not supposed to come up north until mid tomorrow. So I think you'll be okay getting back at the airport. So have a safe flight. Great job as always. And uh, we'll chat Saturday, <laughs> whether you're in Toronto or here in Buffalo. We'll uh, we'll have a great broadcast on Saturday with the Leafs. Sounds good. Take care. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton here uh, on our post-game show from Ottawa. Sabres fall for the seventh straight game by a score of 4-1. to one. Don Granado's live post-game comments, his press conference, brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Emergency Services, specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. All right, injury report from Coach Granado. He said, really nothing on Comrie and nothing on Gergensen's. If you didn't notice, Gergensen's also did not uh, play in the third period. He was not on the bench. So we've got that to talk about, Eric Comrie's status. I know some fans are saying, hey, we're going to give UPL a shot. Well, it may come Saturday. We'll see if Lukanen comes up. i got to think with Anderson playing yesterday and today that if Lukanen gets called up, because of the Comrie injury, that uh, it'll be Lukanen in goal against Toronto uh, on Saturday night. That's Buffalo's next game. Injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation. Personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Final shot totals, Ottawa with 40, uh, Buffalo with 30. Power plays, this is, again, a sickening number here. One of eight for the Sabres with six shots on goal. Senators, one of five. Anton Forsberg gets the winning goal with 29 saves. Uh, Eric Comrie gets the uh, the official loss as he led in two goals. Craig Anderson just led in one, and then Ottawa's fourth goal went into the empty net. Your three stars, Kachuk star number three, Forsberg star number two, and Sanderson star number one. But, hey, whether you want to call it lucky, whether you want to call it good, Anton Forsberg only led in one goal. And he has not good numbers this year. So we're going to make Anton Forsberg the electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. The attendance tonight, 13,558. And again, the Sabres will next play in Toronto coming up on Saturday night. We'll have pregame at 6 right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. A couple of other stats here to get along. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin leading in ice time, 28 minutes, 22 seconds, two shots on goal. Tage Thompson led all players with shots. He had six shots on goal. The Sabres, uh, as a team, in the face-off circle, seem to be still be struggling 43%. Take that for whatever it's worth. Although Dylan Cousins, very good, 11 of 16 for him. And he also had four shots. Your final stats are brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet, with you for the Extra Mile. Now let's get some reaction from the fans. Our first response from the fans brought to you by Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. All right, a couple of comments here. Um, 
First one from on Twitter. You can send me tweets after every game at Brian WGR. Rasmus Dahlin said, quote, it's a long season, though, but when we get our swagger back, it's going to be great. Uh, NHL Burner writes back and says, you know, I actually don't mind this answer. As frustrated as I am right now, it's better than the Eichel answers of old. Michael says um, they are the youngest team in the league, and these days they're teaching young people that losing is cool. So I'm like, yep. (laughs) I'll kind of know where we're going there. Uh, Patrick commenting on Dylan Cousins' games, saying that Cousins has 60 points in about 130 games, and he plays a role where you need a guy producing about twice as much. He's a very good third or fourth line center, but plays on our second line. And again, he said it's not at the top of their issues right now, but he'd like to have them down the lineup like that. Thanks for your comments. Again, fans, you can always send us your thoughts uh, after each game on Twitter at Brian WGR. All right, final score, Ottawa 4, Buffalo 1, Toronto next. That'll be Saturday night. Our next broadcast will have the pregame at 6 right here on the Sabres radio network. And with that, we're going to say goodnight to all of you. Thank you for listening here on our postgame show. Let's thank our crew tonight. I want to thank Josh Schmidt, our network producer here in our Amherst studios tonight. Thank you, Josh, very much. Uh, our crew in Ottawa, of course, that's Paul Hamilton and our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. Kyle Powell on our social media and game story as well. Our pregame show hosts were Chopin the Bulldog and, of course, uh, our engineer, Tom Matty. My name is Brian Colziel. Again, the final from Ottawa. Senators beat the Sabres 4-1. to one. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you Saturday with Buffalo in Toronto right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.